I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt. And this is the Land Academy Show. This is episode number 1,970. And today, we are talking about how to complete land improvements that actually create equity right from your desk. I wonder what people say when they're like, like someone else that's starting. Oh, I'm sorry. I just cut off your whole thing. <laughs> it's not well, that's, the, not that's the first normal. Time. Not the first time at all. Okay. This is my life, by the way. Please finish Think. your intro and then Verbally I'll stop cut off in. by Jill. Jill has something to say. So we all have to stop. Stop our sentences. Oh. Stop our thought process. It's going to be one of those days. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> We've got a couple of topics uh, topics today. Number one, how to compete, uh, complete your land improvements that create equity from your desk. Uh, we're going to talk about splitting up property, taking one APN and creating four or five. And then a little la- later in the episode, we'll talk about why your brand is so important in your land business. Jack, what are you talking about? I don't have a brand. I'm buying land and reselling it, and I'm doing it through a real estate agent on the south side. What am I branding? Well, we'll talk all about it. Am I allowed to in, in say something now? <laughs> yeah, because that's what it says right in the script here. Now oh, it's Jill's turn. Oh, <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot. <laughs> that's hilarious. No, I'm just, I'm just uh, thinking about my my original thought was, as we creep up towards like the 2000, you know, podcast mark. I wonder, I wonder how intimidating that is for other people that are like, I'm starting a podcast. And do they even do that now? Think- you know, it used to be a thing for a while, right? I think it was. It was pre-COVID and then COVID. Everybody's like, we're doing a podcast. Everybody's like, I'm doing a podcast with my mom, you know, like dreaming up. And I don't hear that anymore. Do you think it's still a thing? Are there I don't know. a bunch of new ones? I, like, I don't think anyone's intimidated know. by our podcast. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Based on the talent that does it? Based on the content. Oh, that too. <laughs> Based on the age, based yeah. on the age, yep. the gray hair, mm-hmm. um, the uh, goofiness. That's correct. The um, dream. Yeah, I'm sure you got a lot more you guys can all share. <laughs> Each week on the show, we answer questions from our Land Academy member Discord forum. We review land acquisitions from our weekly member webinars and we take a deep dive into two land related topics by popular request if you want a sneak peek of our discord forum and i highly encourage you to do this go to landacademy.com it's free it's in real time and it's all of our members talking to each other about the deals they're doing you don't get to see all of it by the way you get parts of it that you can see but it's cool so and also don't forget if you want us to answer your questions or you just want some help getting involved in our community you could just simply send us a text it's that easy the number is 480-530-7383 my team reads them all and your question just might pop up here so here's today's question mike wrote regarding funding partnerships I have a few friends with deep pockets. Let's Yay. just call them A, B, C, and D. Isn't that great? Deep pockets friends. Aren't those awesome? I love having friends like hey, that. Hey, we, Jill and I could be your... Deep we pockets. We could be E. We're E. <laughs> or maybe we're A. I hope we're A. So, like, let me, let me add it first. All good. And they want to invest in my land deals. No kidding. Because word's getting out that you're doing well. Got it. So, how are you structuring deals? that include more than one person slash entity on the funding side. I'm considering creating LLCs for each of these partnerships like A and me, B and me, so on. But what if there's two people involved on the funding side, like A and B and me kind of thing? (laughs) This is like a narcissistic uh, nursery rhyme. This is funny, I know. (laughs) Uh, Typically, I would get... uh, 
I'm thinking of all that. That made me think of like a Dr. Seuss thing. Yep, but exactly. Anyway, That's what I mean. Yeah. Funder A, Funder B, Funder C, and me. <laughs> all get rich. <laughs> That's the end of the story. Yeah. That's it. There we go. All right. Uh, <laughs> How would that go? I structured I it all like wrong. Funder A, Funder B, Funder C, and me. I structured it all wrong. I found the deal. It's a steal. <laughs> And made money anyway. Yeah. It did no. everything wrong and still got rich. And and I got equity for free. I like this. This is I could totally write this children's book. It's a land flipping children's book. That's my new thing. Oh my God, Here it that's comes. A brilliant idea. Right? This is what you read in your to your kids like this is what daddy does and mommy mm-hmm. does. And this is what you're gonna do. It's called investor. Everybody repeat after me. Investor. Yes. We're gonna learn to write that word before we write our name. This is not not crazy. No, it's not. I know a lot of people in Lanikami that are doing this with their kids planting the mm-hmm. seed. Come on, well, you know who you are. You have your seven year old helping doing stuff, Ike, and other people. So it's awesome. All right. Make so, your kids lick the envelopes until they pass out. Oh no, they'll never have to do That's that because they're done. learning the right way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to the question. So he says typically I would get half of the profit and the partner would get the other half. So, you know, 50-50. So, with two investors share 50, do we split it three ways? What are the legal uh, tax implications in any of this? I'm going to add, if any. Uh, I want to make sure everything is done legally and everyone is protected. Just looking for advice on how others are handling this. I'm willing to spend money to talk to a lawyer to get it set up, but what's some ideas going in? Can I answer first? Yeah. I have a lot to say. Yeah, because I have a perfect example of what we're, we're in a deal right now just like this. I think there's five of us, and in the same, it's our same two-page purchase, our same two-page kind of a- Partnership agreement. Uh-huh, that you, that you have as a member of Land Academy. So it's this, in, instead of two companies on there, there's five. And in that, what we spelled out is what each person put in, like if you put in 40% of the acquisition and you put in 20 and you put in 10 and someone put in five, whatever it is, that's the same percentage they get back uh, on the on the profit side. So that's number one. And then that part two, so and it doesn't have to be that legal. We don't need LLCs. We don't need any of that stuff. And by the way, some of them are LLCs. So in our agreement, it has our LLC name, another LLC name, personal person name, personal person name, LLC name. So we can mix them all together too, by the way. Uh, we have an agreement where all of our names are on the deeds and that's, that's, that's the right way too. And then the, the final part is written in our agreement, not in the, nothing that escort anybody needs to know about this, but this is part of the agreement with all the people participating who's calling the shots. And it's basically at our deal, the individual that brought, who found the deal as a manager, they're calling the shots. And I'm guessing we're the next, we're the biggest investor. We're number two there. But anyway, we all agreed that that person and us would call the shots on what we're going to accept, how long we're going to let this hang out there and that kind of a thing. But because you have to have some, because if you have all five of you have to be on the same page at the same time and when it sells, that on the, that's going to be a nightmare. So we have two people calling the shots slash however, this person and I, the manager and I don't do anything flippantly and we do include everybody like, hey guys, this is what we think. I want to get your input before we do it. What? <laughs> no, man. I don't, I, you lost me at uh, calling the shots. Oh, do you understand that part? Here's the thing. Okay. If you need to finish, go ahead. 
We'll wait. <sighs> I wait for you. <laughs> a little stinker today. Listen, uh, Mike, this is a very uh, smart question, and I know you want to protect yourself and structure all of this correctly, which is very wise. But here's the thing, and please, this is the whole point to all of this. This is why I included this question among many, many, many questions I could have chosen. Every single one of these deals is different, no matter how you try to put them into a box and this and use the same box or an LLC or stru deal structure for each of these transactions. You're not, it's not going to happen. Jill and I still structure be with each other, still structure deals uh, based on the circumstances. So for you to have these people in your back pocket is fantastic. And for you to want to know what the legal implications are and how to structure these deals is fantastic. To directly answer your questions, there's no SEC reporting required in any way. And I would not, this is my opinion, get a lawyer involved in this Correct. because lawyers are a lot less intelligent than you think. You're the best person to, to structure yeah. this. So you're going to get a deal in. You're either going to bring it in by sending out mail or you're going to get it in from somebody who found a great deal and needs money from you. And in general, the partnership agreement that we have works. Mm -hmm. and, uh, really, the variable in that agreement is how the parties are structured. So if I somebody brings us a, a deal to fund, Jill and I have separate LLCs. We have one LLC where we're 50-50 owners. And depending on the, the situation, we may partner with that person with one of the LLCs that we have. And so what, what goes on the agreement, there's two parties. The party that brings it to us, we call them the manager. And the funder, we call that, mm -hmm. is, which is what we are. So we've got Jill and, Jill and Jack LLC as one of the uh, partners. And the person who brought, you know, John Smith, who brought the deal to us. What you do not want to do, and I want everyone to really remember this, you never really want to do this unless you're like so far down the road professionally that... I was going to bring this up, I know. You don't want to be, have two people on an LLC. Yeah, don't you do, do that You do not yet. want to do A and me and B and me and any of that. It's, it's, it's a... Complicated. The, one of the beautiful things about real estate is that two people can join... Uh, two people as joint tenants can own a piece of real estate. I can own joint tenants with rights of survivorship, a piece of dirt with Jill. If I pass away immediately and without action, action Jill owns all of it. Mm -hmm. Unless it's, you know, I stipulate in some crazy way uh, and take title differently so that, you know, if I had separate heirs, then I don't want to really get into that. But this is very, very not complicated, especially with real estate. If it was a company, if you had a metal stamping uh, plant and you wanted a partnership with somebody, you would probably have to have uh, be on an LLC with two people. But this is real estate. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do any of this. Don't do any of that. None of it. Yeah, and I agree with that. I was going to bring that up too. So what Jack's kind of saying is, hey, you have A, B, C, and D, and three years pass, and U and C are buddy buddy, and now and now all of a sudden it's only U and C and U and C and U and C, and you guys decide, let's take this home together. All right, let's make an LLC with both of our names on it, and then we just you know ride off into the sunset. Like Someone, us. there's four. Per <laughs> there's you happily and romantically every day. <laughs> it's all peaches Without and cream conflict here. ever. <laughs> What's going to end up happening is is there's five parties here. You and then A, B, C, and D. One's going to be a dingbat. One's going to do no work at all. That would be me. And 
and one's going to do all the work, which is probably you. But which would be me. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you don't want to find this stuff out later and have to undo an LLC, yeah. and you own you guys all own ten properties together, and it's just yeah, it, just take them take deed the property, each property that comes in, deed it how you think you should deed it. I appreciate you, Mike trying to think ahead and be me too and be really aware of of doing it the right way and i bet i hope it's a relief to you to hear that uh you're going too far you don't have to think that hard you're like oh shoot, good yeah. dodge that bullet so it costs about awesome. 50 dollars to create an llc by the way in in about 15 minutes in certain states i would like to add <laughs> before we start the topic today we are entering month four right now we're beginning as this airs Actually, as we are recording, and this airs in September 2023, we are entering month four of being on the road together. My, I have deeper love for you than when we started, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want you to expand on that. <laughs> Jill and I have been living about 10 Is yards. Deeper meaning the hole you're going to dig for me? <laughs> about 10 yards away from each other and 350 square feet for about four months. That's that's my take on it. You can you can coat that with sugar how you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the back to the topic. Today's first topic: how to complete land improvements and create equity right from your desk. What the heck does that mean? How many people have seen HGTV? All of us, and their HGTV is packed full of shows with people. Sometimes they're brothers, sometimes they're mother and daughter, sometimes they're married. Buying a piece of, uh, buying a house and sometimes even knocking it down and renovating it. That's improvements. They bought a, they, and all with the hopes of the final product being worth more than the, the sum of all the parts. So in that scenario, you buy a house for $100,000 that's fallen down, you renovate it for $100,000, you've got 200 grand into it, you try to sell it for 300, and then you win. And hopefully the home buyer wins because it's all decorated pretty and all that stuff. I personally believe 98%, maybe 100% of the numbers that they share on those shows is, is complete garbage. I don't believe any of them because Jill and I have renovated houses and by some stroke of massive luck, we're still together because it's awful. Many, many, many people join Land Academy because they're recovering house uh, improvers. So what's the answer? The answer is to buy a piece of land and try to achieve the same outcome. The, the final product is worth more than all the money that you put into it. So here's an example. Here's an example of stuff that we do all the time. You buy a property that's maybe 10 acres, five acres. Let's say it costs $100,000. It's got an APN, a single APN, and you're fortunate fortunate enough to buy it in an area that condones and, and has a process for minor splitting. And so the end result is one APN becomes five APNs with access, and you individually sell those properties for, for much more, hopefully double or more than you paid for the actual single APN. So you're taking five acres and theoretically making it five one-acre lots with five separate APNs. And maybe you can sell those separate APNs for 50,000 bucks each, you're $100,000 in, you know, and you, you sell the whole thing, all, all the APNs to separate people for 250. That's actually, those are real numbers, very real possible numbers. So how do you do it? 
Well, the first thing you do is find out where this is possible and feasible. It's not likely that that's going to happen in Los Angeles County or, you know, New York County, you know, where Manhattan is. I think it's New York County. It's very likely that's going to happen in some of the southern states, certainly, certainly in Texas, um, where they're just they're just a little bit more open-minded about real estate, land in general, and, what, and its use. New Mexico. You don't ever have to leave your desk to do this. Mm-hmm. What you do it, when you find an, a county that's that uh, engages in this kind of thing, there's always a surveyor slash, um, I don't know what else you would call this person, but there's a surveyor that offers a, offers a service yeah. in addition to surveying the land where they literally, they know everybody at the county, because they're real local there and it's usually a rural county and they can literally walk the process through uh, the county to get those five APNs uh, uh, as a result of the survey. So they do the physical work and they do the legal work. They write all the APN, they write all the new legal descriptions, create the deeds for you to sign and they get them recorded for you, which is cool. Exactly. Well said. And I've never paid personally more than $10,000 for this whole process. 10000 is on the real high side. You can get it done for a lot less than that by a surveyor. But you want to make sure if you have three or four choices on a surveyor, ask the county, ask planning and zoning, the person at planning and zoning, even the recorder, ask them who's the best and who who does a great job. And then there's not a lot of mistakes and they don't have to undo things and all of that. And they're probably going to say the chances are they're going to give you the the name of the person that's the most expensive because they do it right. And so you what's, get what you pay for sometimes. What's two or three thousand dollars difference when you're yep. about to make a quarter of a million? Isn't that funny? This is true land improvements. You and you never, in most cases, you don't have to. Hopefully, you buy a piece of land where all five of those properties have access. Um, so it's on a. They're like kind of in a rectangle on a county road. If not, you can plat in, and we've done this both ways. Plat in access uh you can create access from uh the other properties because you control all five it's really simple i've never been required to actually put in improvements meaning connecting to sewer putting in a well all the people we never do any of that stuff we just sell it to the person who's an expert at that locally well that that's part of your initial recon too you know when you find out in the areas that is possible find out what's required to do and if that is required now you're going to make some different decisions you might move to another county or another state exactly so i'm using you know minor splits as an example one apn into five there are places in texas where the same process can happen where you split it into 30 properties they will have a lot to say about improvements at that point but the numbers almost always work you just have to make sure that the, that your budget is correct that uh, that one acre out of five is going to command the price that that you think it is i have one and only one issue with this whole thing seriously well that's new for you and though and and that's and this is the only reason that we're not doing this all the time what's my one issue i have really no idea because i don't see any downside to this time oh it does yeah it's going to take some time six months at least six months to a year that's the only thing you have to think about time do you have time to wait for this do you have time to work through the things that come up do you are you if you think you're going to do this in 90 days you got another thing coming well, and I, have them bought split yeah. you know surveyed split 
deeds recorded and sold. Uh uh. So if you're like, oh, we're going to cash in really fast, buy for 100,000, sell 500,000, it's going to save our company, save our finances in 90 days. Uh uh. Think nine months. I need you to really think that realistically. So, my only thing with this is because of the time, it's, it's such a great thing. But that's what does me in. I don't, I don't, I'm not that patient. I have a hard time with that. So that's why we're, we don't do these as often as we could and should. Uh, and the other thing is um, you, you need to do this in addition to something else. So have this running in the back. If you're doing a minor split, good for you. While you're doing that, please buy and sell a property a week or every two or weeks or, or something. So that's going to you know keep everything going just as normal. Totally correct. Thank you. And I'm done. Let's take a look at one of our favorite land acquisitions from our weekly Thursday uh, member webinar. Uh, would you do this deal? Lawrence County, Indiana, 3.4 acres, defunct road. Oh, the road's I, right here. I'm wondering if even you have access off 4th Street, though. I like that. Uh, we'll have telegram confirmance and actual, has actual access, no HOA. Accepted offer, $8,500. Comps range from 5 to 15, rain here back from local agents. It sits behind some taluses at the top of a slope. Slope goes down to a creek. Likely, very nice views from the top. Not in a flood zone. Say inspect out there to look at appropriate flat area for building potential at the top. Very rural. Can I give you my truth time already? Yes. <laughs> We're to see how sloppy this is. Christian knows us. <laughs> Christian knows what's possible too. Boy, does he know what's possible. So I'm having trouble with the buy for 8,500 and hope to sell between five and 15. That means I need to buy for 2,000. Look at your screen here. And there's my other reason. So no. It's like the houses are up on the ridge and then that's the hill that the kids ride their bikes down uh -huh. when they're going to the park or yeah. to play in the creek. Yeah. Or fishing. Yeah. So oh. it's cheap. Yeah. You know, I don't know how much these houses are. There's a chance that somebody, some weirdo is going to really want this just to fish on. But we've got these two not built lots, right? Oh, it's a parking lot. What the heck is that? It's a church. It's a parking lot uh, for church. Oh, now I really don't want it. Why? Wait, 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 wait. Well, the church isn't going to buy it. We got a church in the parking lot. Yeah, it just goes down. So their only chance here, just like the last property, the duck hunting property, mm -hmm. is that some some crazy person wants to fish off their own land. If you can fish in that that little creek at all. Right. I think I would just pass on this altogether. That's, you? that's what I would do. Career path. We are like, oh my gosh, three weeks and counting away. As far as I know, I still have a couple seats. <laughs> Let's see. I can I make know. a couple seats. I don't, need, I don't know either. How about that? It's been really popular this time. We're doing, this... It on, we're doing it on Saturday. That's why. Yeah. And it's, well, it's a combo group. So, all right. What are you guys talking about? All right. <laughs> just to hit, just to recap and, and to introduce for anyone who's not sure, Career Path is our highest top level. You want to call it mastermind. You want to call it top level coaching, whatever you want to call it. That's what it is. It's an eight week program taught by us and it's designed for anyone who is here to make this your career period. Um, it's very beneficial if you have some real estate background background owning a business, been in Land Academy for some time, very beneficial. Is it a deal killer? No. We interview you and we'll make sure. We won't let you get into it unless we're sure that you're a good fit for it. So yeah. that's that's the other thing I want you to know. If you're like, I just heard about land flipping. I think I want to do it and I'm going to do a career path. I'm going to politely say, 
let's do some deals first because we need you to catch up to the rest of us. So that's, that's the thing. Um, but again, if you're a prior business owner, I mean, there's a lot of the thought stuff that you've already got take figured out. We can work with that too. So anyway, it's uh, coming up at the end of September. It's like I said, it's eight weeks long. It's led directly by Jack and myself. I, and this one's going to be really cool because it's a combo one where I have a Wednesday group and a Saturday group and we let you flip flop between the sessions. So if you loved it on Wednesday, you want to hear it again on Saturday, you sure can. And, uh, or you want to show up for all of it, you know, we also like, handpicked some people from former, uh, that were very vocal and very material yeah. in both who are killing entertaining it. and, um, profitable from prior career paths. And they're going to join us too. Yep. So it, every we career have, path gets a lot better. Yep. We have alumni coming from prior groups, yeah. things that have, cause we started this three years ago, I want to say now. And it's, and we're only, it's very small, very intimate. I put 15 or so people in each group and, uh, that's, that's kind of it. And I do, two, I do like two or three a year. That's it. Yep. So this is the last one for 2023. If you're interested, uh, you know what? Just send a note to my team. Let's just cut to the chase and they'll fill you in. Send a note to support at landacademy.com saying, I need to know more about career path. I think it's for me. There you go. Let's take another question posted by one of our members on the Land Academy Discord online community. Again, if you'd like a sneak peek, go to landacademy.com. It's free. Okay. Troy wrote, hello all. I've been on the fence of joining for a few years now. Finally, Christopher gave me a call and much like the sellers, it was the right time and the situation to say yes. I run, I own and run a five employee auto repair shop, married with two kids, nine and 12. My data scrubbing and prepping using Python and pandas which are open source programming, since I learned it to create an engine data comparison web service. Jeez, Troy, you're going to do wow. well. Incredibly my data well scrubbed and prepped by using that. Okay, got it. I knew I wanted to get into real estate, but I wasn't sure how, since I didn't have the time to swing hammers, drive for dollars, or any other time wasting activity. Then came along Jack and Jill and the greatest epiphany ever. Oh. So yes. I put this in here um, because Troy is a perfect, yep. perfect, Land Academy uh, employee, not only for just Land Academy, but also career path. So he's got a business. He's um, got way down the path of life with children and, uh, and marriage. And he's already taken this into his own hands by creating a, li a little micro product for himself to make it easier to, yeah. to scrub data and get the mail out. So this is awesome. I, and, he, and he's he's innately trying to make it efficient by not driving for dollars, doing anything else that really mm -hmm. is incredibly unnecessary. If this, and he had this light bulb went off of his head, uh, over his head. I've had, I've been having this thought recently about how much I love land and real estate. And I know Joe's right there. Uh, in fact, it was probably one of the first five conversations you ever, you and I ever had together oh, back in the day, just I, about real estate. Yeah. And so I'm, I've recently come across some people that are doing pretty well buying and selling land, but they don't care the different, they don't care and have any real interest in the difference between Tennessee and Oregon. And I, I have a real interest and what those differences are for a lot of reasons. I, I don't, it's not because I don't want to judge them or anything negative. I just, it's a hobby. 
I think land and little microcultures and communities that surround the land and how they use it and whether or not they allow minor splits or what they do with riparian rights and how they handle their lakes and all of that says a lot. You know, and I think that it's, uh, it's if the light bulb's going off over your head and, or you're, and you're like, oh yeah, me and my wife t- look at every, we're on realtor.com all the time trying to find lower price deals and we're running numbers on that. This is for you. Mm-hmm. We know it too is interesting. I do this, and your your guitar is a perfect example. We've talked about that a lot. That you've got another guitar and you're getting back into it. Now it's it's for years been on your mind. It's never gone away. So I think it's so cool that Troy's Troy's known this is going to be his end goal because this stupid idea doesn't go away. Finally, now he's committed. Going all right, I'm doing it. You know that's good. I love that. I'm not here to sell anything. I'm really not. Mm. If you, if this is you, if you're sitting here looking at, think, you know, looking around the room, saying, "Yeah, this really is me." Email support at landacademy.com and tell them Jack said this and that you want a, some type of promo code to get a bunch of money off. I'm causing all kinds of problems. Oh, for thanks, staff. great. This is totally you're totally stepping. Well, great. I'm going to change the marketing campaigns next week. So here's what we're going to do. Thanks for stepping you know on my. He just She's jumped right. into my just side say, of business. Uh, just say, Jill, this is Jill's idea, not mine. They are great. That would thanks. be better for me, actually. Just talk to Christopher. <laughs> there That's you go. all you need to know. All right. Oh my. Well, yeah. And on that note, by the way, speaking of wreaking havoc in relationships. <laughs> That's what this is? Wreaking <laughs> havoc in a relationship Kinda. with a promo code? No, but no. No, you brought up something funny. You're like, I was just, I made a quick note about the top. You said, wonder what it were the, you know, the top five things that we talked about when we first got together. I think, I think the first thing that you and I talked about was music. We, we agreed on music. And then I think it was travel. And I think real estate came in there somewhere. And at the bottom, what we didn't talk about and thank goodness we didn't, thank goodness we were on the same page, but things you don't talk about when you just get with somebody is voting and kids. Yeah. It turns out we're the same, we're the very similar on that. All five of these topics think, we agree on. Yeah. Isn't that funny? So. And we, that would be uh, bad if one of those was really 180 degrees. What's different? a topic that we totally, totally, we should give one that we are 100% not on the same page? Probably something like um, I got one personal hygiene. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you, uh-huh. you listener, can guess who's for it and who's against it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, look at this and look at this. How many days have we had that shirt out? Just kidding. <laughs> This is a result Men. of living with someone in 300 square feet for four months. Men. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do take his clothes and just wash them and put them right back, and he has no idea. Okay. So here's what I think. The one thing that we don't necessarily, that I don't think we agree on, which I think is comical, and it, it wreaks havoc. Wreaks havoc in our daily existence. Oh, no. Food. Food. <laughs> it's food. <laughs> Okay, we're done. <laughs> that was it. I will eat soup out of a can. Yep. I've caught you Happily eating that. the yuckiest things out of a can. Not heating them up. I'm like, that's gross. <laughs> Jill, Jill believes that. I've heard that French people believe this, but Jill believes that every meal is kind of like one meal closer to your death. And so... <laughs> 
<laughs> it needs to. You need to really make it count. It's really important. How it's presented is important. It's probably right. Where, 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 you know, what to color the tablecloth is important, and all of that. Yeah, I do. And so I have absolutely the other end of that completely. Yeah, I do. I think I, eating is what? a waste of time and incredibly inconvenient. I have to say, in my defense. Um, since we've been on this road trip now, three plus months, this is month four, I've only broke out the placemats and cloth napkins twice in effort to make your life better. That's nice. <laughs> I've eaten out of a can 400 times, so there is that. I guess I'm kind of To make her. my life worse. <laughs> <laughs> Today's second topic is called why your brand is so important in your land business. What is he talking about now? I don't have a brand. Yeah, I have some questions I'm about this Jill too. I'm just I don't have a brand. Yeah. What are you trying to sell? Pepsi's a brand. Yeah. You do have a brand. Uh, and if you're younger in this audience as a young person, you know exactly what I'm talking about because we all have a brand. If you have a handle, uh, you know, mine's Jack Butella on Facebook, that's my brand. If you are buying land and selling land specifically buying land in the same area and have been for a lot of years sent out lots of mail to maybe like the first eight counties eight or nine counties we have in tier one counties that we send mail to all the time and jill dewitt's on the bottom of that letter and they've received and maybe even spoken to jill many times or one time or five times she's branding herself and it's very it's not a brand like pepsi I'm not talking about that. We're going to go get commercials and do campaigns and things like that. But you are, it's your reputation. If you're my age, you call it reputation. If you're younger, you call it a brand. And so you need to make that work for you. If your brand is as a proper a land buyer in five or eight or 10 counties over a decade, people are going to start to talk about it. Neighbors are going to talk about it. They're going to say, who's this Jill DeWitt? Oh, I just talked to Jill and she's fantastic. And actually, we're, we've got some property uh, way outside of town here that we're going to sell to her. Here's your number. That's a brand. That's a, your marketing and yourself and marketing a brand. So I'm not saying, oh my God, okay, I'm John Smith. I got to brand it. I got to go out and do something. All I'm asking you to do is be conscious, very conscious of the fact that you're part of a, a community and they're going to perceive you a certain uh, your potential sellers are going to perceive you as such for me this is this is this is just transparency like this is one of the things that we talk about when you first join land academy put land investor on all your stuff go on your linkedin go on your facebook right. Instagram, wherever you have social media out there update it so because people will look you up and so they know when they see, I'm glad that you have a day job. You know, you have your day job listed and all your accomplishments there and your experience there, which is awesome. And then add in there, you know, on the, on the side, you have your own little, you know, add it uh, as your occupation. You know, one of your things at the same time is CEO or founder or principal or whatever you want to call yourself, president of johnbuysland.com. We're in, Jill and I are in Jackson Hole, Wyoming right now. And we, like many all across the country last night, we went and had dinner at a bar because I want, there's no tablecloth. None. And sit, and we intentionally seek out local bars yeah. that are not for tourists yeah. when we can. And last night we sat down next to a guy who's lived, lived here for five or eight years. And uh, it always comes up eventually, um, usually after the third beer. What do you guys do? We buy and sell land. And then launches, then they launch their, their land story mm -hmm. they, because they, everyone 
has a land or a house story or a real estate story. Some of them are really happy. Some of them are kind of and sad. In this guy's case, he does a lot of work for local people who own very expensive houses that have a lot of land. And so he, he went straight down the path of, listen, I, people want to sell me their land. What do I, I do? And so we started talking about it. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so that's, and we're Jack and Jill. And that's, it's, it is virtually unforgettable when you introduce yourself as Jack and Jill. Mm-hmm. 90% of the people really appreciate it. 10%, the curmudgeons out there, 10% think it's the stupidest thing they've ever heard. And that is fake. <laughs> so we hang out with the 90%. <laughs> <laughs> so he will remember us forever. And yeah. I, when next time he has that conversation, I hope he calls us and we'll look at it. And, you know, could there could be a whole additional business model in there. You know, I'll bet you money, by the way, because we're going to be hanging out here for a little bit. We kind of told him that. I bet he's going to be in that bar when he gets back in town every <laughs> night looking for us. I knew that. I told him. I said, I know this is good. I, I said, you're going to go home. He's younger than us. And, a lot, uh, lot younger. A lot younger. Um, and I said, I said, you're going to go home and I know this is going to like totally marinate. You're going to wake up tomorrow and start putting things together. <laughs> Put deals together. I know. And he's, he's like, create oh, he's like, deals. he said, I'm already doing it. Like we just planted this little seed about what's possible and think about this way of doing it. Think about that way of doing it. And you know, the people that want to sell, you also know the people that have money. Think about putting it together. And he's like, oh yeah. So super cool. It, it was that was a fun conversation. And, I love those. By the way, in this case, you know, we Helping branded people. we branded Jack and Joe. Yeah. In that moment, for mm-hmm. him anyway. In and that so, bar. And who knows where, <laughs> where that'll go? Yeah. He knew a lot of people in that bar. It was kind of funny as it worked out. That that helped us too, because mm-hmm. we're at the end of the bar laughing for hours, and then all of a sudden we're getting better attention from the bartenders and everybody because <laughs> yeah. he's buddies with them. Now we're getting like, so we can walk now. Now we can walk in there and and they'll take good ter- good care of us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look at uh, another one of our favorite land acquisitions from our weekly Thursday uh, member webinar. Okay, would you do this deal? on Jackson Highway here. Where are we? Lewis County, Washington, uh, 20 acres. Accepted offer price, 125000 Thanks, we could sell it for 200 at least. So, affordability. So, 10-acre grocery street just listed an hour ago for 175 Wow. Let's go find that comp. Yeah. Um, the county-owned land across the highway county-owned land across the highway farms timber and houses nearby uh attribute fish bearing stream and views of mountains near lewis and clark state park everyone's alive property is wet is see, wet. See, the FEMA. road frontage isn't as great as it seems guardrail extends over half okay we need to drop a man down there so i just wanted to point this out so i'm clicking on this fema thing and i'm not there's clearly a creek that goes through this property it's obvious and it's not oh here it's a fema okay so this is a gauge to see if property's wet. For whatever reason, that they're in this creek wet. And so that's fine. I'm just saying it. it's, a, it's a stage one due diligence slash acquisitions tool. If you, you can't re- completely rely on it, even though it comes completely right. I bet if we drop a guy, if there's a bridge over there, that'll tell us too, if there's any concern. Okay, so hold on a second. So you're saying it's all wet. It's 100% wet. So uh, this is way too much money to take a chance. Let's, it comes down to price now. So we need our, it's, you're not really buying 20 acres. You might be buying five. I'm still not loving. I, I can't like wrap my price. head around 125. Unless some, I would not buy for 125 and sell for 175. Would you no. on this property if, when it's all wet? 
No. And if it's two APNs, someone's going to end up, you got to sell them together because somebody's going to end up with all wet uh, property. This one's one, right? But the good news is that these numbers are fantastic. Man, so if you can get, I get a little cheaper, yeah, something like that. I exactly. Gosh. So that's a number I was thinking. I can wrap my head around 75 if, if everything else pans out. Because you know, you can dump it for 100 if you needed to, spent with these comps. Right. 60 to 70 is even better. But we need to zero in on that area. All right. That's my final. So you have something inspirational to share with us? So I didn't have anything prepared. So I thought I would just kind of see how today flowed and incorporating with how today was flowing and what's on my mind. And I was just going to, no, it's not a bad please, thing. Please share your feelings with us. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> Everyone, we're going to talk about food uh, for 10 minutes. No. I'm totally kidding. Oh, thank God. Totally kidding. Wouldn't that be funny if I said, let's talk food? No. Um, SpaghettiOs. No, but. That's my answer to no, anything food. Here's what I'd like to talk about with you. I thought this would be fun today. I want, I want to re, revisit a conversation we were having this morning because I'm sure there are many people listening and watching right now that are doing the exact same thing. We're in our 50s and we're doing relatively well. And we're, we can now start thinking bigger picture. I mean, not, not just bigger picture, but we're starting to think about the next 20 years, right? Where do we want to be? What do we want to do? How hard do we want to work? How many deals do we want to do? You know, all this stuff. And it really comes down to, um, you know, money, you know, when to retire, how to retire, and then where you're going to live and what, what it's going to look like. And the big question is, are you on the same page with your partner? This is hard. This is really hard. And I just want to share that, that, as close as we are, you know, we have these struggles too. And you're not, you're probably not going to get all of them. And I want you to interject here. I want you to tell I'm me not your sure thoughts. Where, what, what your big picture point is here. Well, are you on the same, are you on the same page with your partner? Oh. Is the whole thought thing. Are you on the same page with your partner? Number one. This is not about land at all. No, it's not about land. This is inspirational. <laughs> it's not about land. So are you on the same page with your partner? And then if you're not, uh, a maybe how can it's kind of for me you know what the answer is for me pick your battles you know what the answer is for me and this is really true all kidding aside now you know we have Joe and I have a certain screen presence so we get questions about how do you guys get along like this I mean, yeah. we get more and more as time goes on we get more questions like that and here's my answer my canned answer is Jill and I for whatever reason if you look as far down the path as you can look socially and financially and relationship wise and all of that. <laughs> far down the path. <laughs> as far as you can possibly look down that road, Jill and I are absolutely and completely on the same page. How we get there, she has very different ideas. And so does that cause, you know, in the bitter end, that yin and yang about how to get to that goal? is very healthy you know it's like think of uh the first record the first album that your favorite band put out was probably amazing because everybody was compromising and then one of the band members eventually gets their way the lead singer usually and then the, the all the rest of their music sucks because one guy got his way and there's no yin and yang hmm. you know i was thinking about this though the for me the whole thing is we are on the same page and yeah, how we get there is not always the same. And sometimes things change. So I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about this 
what we're talking about today, we're talking retirement and money and what do we give the kids? What do we not leave the kids? He's like, let's leave them all this. And I'm like, screw the kids. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I didn't get it. They yeah, don't get a- it. Actual conversation like, yeah. right before this for some reason. Yeah. I literally, I'm like, I think the kids are done. We've done some <laughs> things for them. I think they're good. They're going to get a bunch of real this estate. Is, this is for that, us. That's their answer. It's going to happen, but it's going to be different. I want to, but it's, I'm not going to buy things. We bought some things intentionally for the kids. Not anymore now. <laughs> yeah. They just now, don't, they don't see it. No. Now they're, they're fine. Now I want to buy some stuff for us and, and then they can just have it later on and whatever. She means real estate. Third and fourth houses. Yeah. So, so, you know, so then it comes down to, I'm going to bring it right back to Land Academy and bring it right back to you and your partner. There are many of you in Land Academy that are not doing this solo, right? Some of you are doing it like us, your couples. Some of you have other relatives that you're doing with this, which is amazing to me. Um, and then some of you are, you just found a partner in uh, Discord. You reached a person like, hey, I'm, I'm struggling with the data. You're a data nut. I am awesome on the phones. Let's work together. And that comes all the time. So the big thing is there's going to be times that you're not on the same page with your partner. One of you has to back down. That's going to be, that's my final thing on this, that, and and it is. And the thing about it is it's not a keeping track. You shouldn't keep track. You shouldn't keep score. It's not that thing, but just be aware of it. And, and there's times that you're going to say, you know, I really feel strongly about this, but they obviously feel stronger about it. And then is it going to matter five years from now, no. one year from now? Nope. So I, I say, I say there's times you're going to let them win and because otherwise it's not going to work. And then the flip side is true. So I hope that this little conversation sparks a conversation with you and your partner to say, Hey, let's all be aware of, you know, we need to sometimes back down. We don't need to make decisions right now, but we all just make sure on the same page There's times I want to have my way. You're going to have your way. It's all going to work out. Yep. I totally agree. That's amazingly nice of you. I don't Something. know how else to say it. That's you have to. It's because there's never uh, going to, you're never going to get there. Otherwise it resolves in breaking up the company. I think that it, you don't want to do that. When there's less emotion, not more, and when there's um, some goal that you're trying to hit, you're and you agree on that goal, and there's and you're going about it with very little emotion, it's going to work for you. Yeah, you know, emotion gets in the way, even with men. I know. You guys, you know, rage it's is not an emotion. Just... <laughs> 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 I've been told that several people throughout my life. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> did somebody bring that up recently? No, I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that's the tagline for today. Rage is an emotion. <laughs> Why don't you just put that in the title? Join Land Academy where they talk about rage is a real emotion. Rage is an emotion too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> don't feel bad. <laughs> Don't feel bad, just get mad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's move on. Jack, what do you have to share with us today? My topic is called being successful through very intentional acts to a very specific end. Mm. You do not want in your life to be, you don't want to just walk through life and let stuff happen to you. True. 
you don't oh, there's all the self-help stuff up there uh, out there you know under the the uh, under the heading <sighs> enjoy the day live in the now um you know the art of not caring and all that that's all a bunch of garbage you need to care <laughs> the art of you... not caring <laughs> <laughs> the art of not giving a shit. Right. There's a book like that. Oh it's yeah, very, there is. Very uh, there is. popular. That's true. And so no, I would. I think. Funny. I think you should. You should give a huge shit about what happens to you and what happens to your life. When you wake up in the morning, you know, and whatever you end up doing that day, you have control over it for the most part. If you don't, you need to start making changes about that now. Whether it's uh, changing your financial situation or your social situation or, or any of that stuff, because you're not going to get to the top of the financial pyramid. If you uh, were part of our Thursday call last week, you know exactly what I'm talking about by letting stuff happen to you or by buying a lottery ticket. Buying a lottery ticket is winning the lottery is not going to happen to you. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. You need to intentionally put things in a calendar that you do with intent to reach some very specific end. For me, it's getting mailers out and uh, doing podcasts and things like that. And for Jill, you know, it might be a little bit different, but she has the same calendar that I do. Mm-hmm. And so I can see what she's working on and, and where she's going with it. I don't have anything to say about it ever. I don't need to. Because she wants to get to that place that I talked about earlier, way, way down the road in her own way. And she's proven it. Proven she has proven over and over and over again that the little goals that she's she's uh, sets for herself, she hits them, and it's all toward that big long goal. And she does it differently. So you have to intentionally act, and it has to be to some very specific end, in my opinion. And those things that the end of that long road is is a pile of money for us, and a and a happy relationship. And really, it's not any more complicated than that. I want to add, I hope you're really listening to this because you gave me that speech and I'm way better, night and day better than I was when we first got together about stuff like this. Mm -hmm. You did teach me a lot about, you know, I'd wake up every day. This is totally truth. And Jack thought it was cute in the beginning and then he (laughs) thought it was stupid later on (laughs) because I'd wake up and just kind of decide that day how I felt and what was going to happen. Like, I don't feel like doing that today. I feel like doing this today. I'm going to share a cute anecdote. And Jack would be like, you can't get anywhere like that. I'm like, why? It's worked out just fine right now. And then, but he, then as we got together and we started to see what's possible and doing deals and the writing on the wall. And I'm like, Oh, he's right. If I really get more, um, uh, what's the word I'm I'm looking for? Like holding myself accountable, and you know, you said intentional. I love that, but there's another word I'm talking about. Just just sticking to it, man. Setting it up and making yourself do it. Implementation. Yeah, and just like again, holding it. Like yeah, it may suck today. Who cares how you feel? Get it done because this is part of what you're doing. This is step three right now of 10 and you've got to get through three to get to 10. So I want to just give you a little compliment back because you are super good at that and you've even helped me. And I find myself now, I regurgitate you on Yikes. that when I talk to other people. Regurgitate's a nice word. It is a really nice <laughs> word. <laughs> not, not, not regurgitate. <laughs> like a mom bird. Like spit up. <laughs> I spit up. 
<laughs> what you said. You know, here, I'm going to tell you a, a cute, it's cute now, okay. anecdote about Jill and I in the beginning. So oh, no. Now, the re- and, and I'll skip to the end. When we have time off now, it's in the calendar. Oh, that's true. So, or when Jill says, Jill, very often on Friday, Jill will put in the calendar from like, I don't know, 10 Dude. o'clock in the morning to, oh. to like four. It'll say Jill time, or it'll oh, yeah. say spa time, or it'll say shopping in a cute little town. And, yeah. you know, none of those things. I She stopped inviting me a decade ago to this yeah. stuff because I don't want to do it. And so her free time is, that's what happens. And I go, I'll, I accept it. I accept the invitation as a, not accepted to join her, but accepted that, yeah, I get it. Acknowledge and it. Be, and then I go, I'll go do this that version for me. And so it's important to, I think, for us, it's important for us, it might not be for you, to schedule that so then you don't have to think about, then you don't feel bad about walking around uh, Jackson Hole and buying a necklace or whatever Jill does uh, and like, oh God, I should be at work or I should be doing something. That, that For those five hours, she does whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. That, that's really really a mental mental health thing for me. Mm-hmm. When, we, when Jill and I got together, she was still uh, working. I was not. I, I was buying and selling land myself. Uh, we had no intention of professionally ever doing the same stuff. As it got more and more evident to both of us that we should join forces and she should quit her job, <clears throat> of course, we started calendaring stuff together. And she worked for, you know, American Airlines for, what, 18 years, mm-hmm. 19 years? And so vacation time on those specific vacation days like labor day and whatever and all that stuff it was all by her employer dictated right and so i would you know book work days on like labor day because labor day and a regular wednesday (laughs) from a time standpoint are the same to me in fact i'm realizing now at this age i want to work on labor day because all the schmoes are out yeah all the whack jobs and i don't need we don't need that but she would blow her top yep that I would schedule a bunch of stuff for us to do professionally on Labor Day, even though she, even though she, it, the same thing for her. It was Wednesday is the same as Labor Day, but it was so ingrained in her. This is really True. relevant to this topic. True. It was so embedded in her soul that holidays are days off, regardless of whether or not you run your own shop, regardless of you're your own employer, regardless of the fact that you have ten million bucks in the bank, any of that stuff. Nope, Labor Day, I'm, we're taking it off. It took a long time for me to say, dude. It's Monday. <laughs> it's just another Monday. That's it. <laughs> Saturday's the same as Wednesday. Wednesday's the same as Sunday uh, yeah. for us. And if, if it's in the calendar that we're working, you know, or, or is it in the calendar that we're going to see a movie? Both of those things are in the calendar, mm-hmm. by the way. And whether or not we do it on Labor Day or not, I don't care. Yeah. Are you good now? Funny. Oh, I'm over it. I'm <laughs> I know you right are. over it now. I'm, just, I'm like, I'm just poking fun. I, I forget. Now long, I go long, long over it. Here's the only thing that comes up now is like, we're out traveling. I'm like, hey, but keep in mind, heads up, it's going to be a party weekend because everybody has, you know, a three day weekend. So it's going to be, we may want to, we may want to work and not be involved in the. She calls it hoopla. Two Saturday nights. Yes. Saturday night is the worst night. Yep. That they get Saturday night wanna... times two. <laughs> and when you have two Saturday nights in a row, you just, you don't want to be around that. I, I know. Do, I don't want to be around Thank that. Thank goodness the full moon was the other night, so we got that out of the way. <laughs> when you have two Saturday nights in a row, and then you have a full moon out there, don't be on the roads. Don't be out. Yep. We all know. Go to a movie. Yeah. It's a great time to go see Totally. A movie. <laughs> Cook, stay in. All right. So don't forget, you can reach us 
for questions and help simply by texting uh, 480-530-7383. Join us next Wednesday for another interesting episode. Buy land, sell it for more. On the internet, usually a lot more. That's us. We, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.